0: Whose voice then shook the earth, but now he has promised, saying, Yet once more, I shake not only the earth, but also heaven. Now this yet once more indicates the removal of those things which are being shaken, as of things that are made, that the things which cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace. Welcome to the King is Coming podcast. I am your host, Femi Hello, welcome again. The title of this episode is Receiving an Eternal Kingdom in a Shaking World. Receiving an Eternal Kingdom in a Shaking World. Basically, this episode is going to focus on talking generally about the things that are going on in our world, which we will call the shakings that have been prophesied in Hebrews 12, which was a scripture that was read at the beginning of this podcast. And the second part is going to deal with what we are to do. The world is going through a shaking. So this podcast is going to analyze and talk about what the shaking means and then what is expected of... Of us as we go through unprecedented times and these periods is just the beginning of something that the Lord has been showing and as I have written in previous writings and was talked about in the first episode. So the world has been under pressure since the maiden edition of this podcast was published. Due to the current state of the world, people asked me so many questions about the end times, conspiracy theories, 5G, uh, uh, vaccinations, received so many videos of people asking me if I thought this was true or not. The volume of traffic was so high that I tried to respond. As I was about to publish a response as a second podcast, I was constrained from publishing it. After struggling with this for some time, I just kept having a a restraint in my spirit from putting it up, even though everything else had been done. It became clear that I had strayed from my primary assignment. So while I acknowledge your questions, it seems it's not the right thing for me to make a podcast about that. The reason why I believe I kept having a restraint in my spirit comes from John 20. And truly, Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. So like Apostle John, out of the many things we could discuss... The purpose of this is to let people know that the king is coming and to start preparing for him. So, the verses that were read at the beginning of this podcast were taken from Hebrews chapter 12, 26 to 28. Hebrews 12, 26 to 28. So, it is the verse that... All of what we're going to discuss this time revolves around. Now, in 2016, as visions of a future fraught with so many challenges, kept appearing in visions and dreams until I was afraid of seeing any more. I kept asking God, what is going on? out. I was given this phrase, the shakings are coming. The shakings are coming. The shakings are coming. And then, after praying some more, I was told to read Hebrews 12 as a scriptural reference point. So I read it, gained more understanding. Then I think before that, God had also directed me to start listening to an Asian pastor named Pastor Joanne Melchizedek Peter. Wonderfully, he was seeing the same things I was seeing, even in greater details. Through some of his teachings, things that were unclear. Became even clearer and it confirmed the things I had seen and received as the world around me started shutting down uh, from around February I was reminded of these words as I was praying and that the time for some of the things that being shown had commenced because uh, in 2018 the Lord had told me that there was going to be a famine, a very severe famine and was going to be in three stages so I, I got confirmation that this year that the farming, starting so this episode will examine what shakings are so hebrews twelve twenty six to read it again says whose voice then shook the earth but now he has promised saying yet once more i shake not only the earth but also the heaven yet once more indicates the removal of those things that are being shaken as of things that are made that the things which cannot be shaken may remain we are receiving an eternal kingdom which will wipe out the current shaking one we are receiving an eternal kingdom and it is going to wipe out current one which is been shaken. So what are shakings? These are upheavals in physical and spiritual things and they range from physical earthquakes to the change of spiritual order. So it's things being moved around, tossed to and fro and currently our coronavirus has given us an appetizer of what is ahead. I know some people are saying everything will be fine after this but what I've been shown is that these upheavals will come in waves. A wave will come. There'll be a break. Things will seem as if it's getting okay. But our world has been changed a bit. Another event or issue will come up. And gradually the world will keep changing. Until in a few years time, people will look back and say, I remember 2019. I remember 2018. I can't believe I'm still living in the same world. Because in a few years time, the world will be so different. It will be unrecognizable. Children who become aware in those ages will be told stories about the previous years that have that are behind us because it will be such a different world our financial political social orders will be shaken because of our king's coming he is coming and the kingdom is coming and his coming is going to shake everything we know on a personal level all of our lives will be shaken also so that only what is of eternal value remains if you're a child of god and you are seeking him he will shake everything so that only those things that he planted only those Things that of eternal value will remain. So, the question is why are these shakings necessary for the coming kingdom? Shakings are storms that tear away our facade and reveal the true state of things. In Jeremiah 17 9, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart and test the mind, even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doings. You can never be sure you will never steal until your financial security is taken away and not hunger knocks at your stomach, then the desperation will push and you will have to decide and then actually really know whether if in dire strait you would steal and that will actually show a person whether they have the ability to steal or not so some of us who thought we trusted god we relied on god this issue that is happening with coronavirus has revealed that some people have fear hiding in their hearts they would never have known it if the world was not shaking right now but as the world shook they start to look around and they see themselves taking some steps coming out of fear and they realize i have fear in me i never knew but i have fear in me so what always happens is pressure always reveals who we are. Pressure reveals what is in us. If you press a bag of water, finally the bag will burst and water will spew out. So, pressure always shows what is inside us and what is not tested cannot be trusted. So, how does God use these shakings? Such events as we are seeing now and we will see in the future, they humble us enough to receive from God. So, let me start again. How does God use shakings? I'm going to give just two pertinent ways that shakings are like tools from by God to actual achieve a greater purpose. So, such events, like we are seeing right now, they humble us to receive from God. And more relevant to this episode, they precede the setting up of a new order or new foundations as the old order is eradicated through the shaking. For example, when a corporation buys an old structure and wants to build a modern edifice, the first step is to smash and remove the old structure. The shakings we are experiencing is a removal of the old setup. Hebrews 12:26 again says, whose voice shook the earth at that time. But now he has promised, saying, Yet once more, I will shake not only the earth, also the heavens. Now the phrase, yet once more, indicates the removal of what is shaken, namely things that have been created, in order that the things that are not shaken may remain. God wants to remove the things that are not permanent, that are not eternal, things that are created, that the things that are not created that are eternal may remain. So while we are at the beginning of a second shaking now, Paul in those verses referenced a first shaking he says yet once again i will shake so there is a first shaking that first shaking happened in the days of moses this shaking was to smash the egyptian system that the israelites were familiar with the children of israel had just left egypt when the first shaking happened. So the shaking was to break away the old structure of the Egyptian way of life and to receive the law for the Jewish kingdom. So God was setting up a nation and that shaking was to establish it. However in the second shaking that is upon us it is to receive the spiritual kingdom of our king. The first shaking was to receive the nation of Israel as a nation to create and establish it as a nation and then the second shaking that is coming will and is already upon us will establish the spiritual kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ. So you see God is progressive in his revelation. The time of the founding fathers was finished. Is God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. God started with an individual and he created from an individual a nation. He had gone from one person to a nation and was establishing a theocratic kingdom which was when the first shaking happened. God had moved from one man, that is Abraham, to a family of 12 brothers. We know the 12 patriarchs and those 12 brothers became a whole nation. Seven, 72 or so of them moved into egypt and by the time they were being set free a nation had come out of them now that kingdom Was a shadow, or is a shadow of this coming kingdom. So, at the time of Moses, Israel had a mixed multitude. There were people from different nations, Egypt. Some of them had married Egyptians and had children, had different cultures. Then some of the Israelites were no longer familiar with the uh, ways of Abraham. Everything was passed down by oral tradition. People telling stories about the old ways of lives of their forefathers. And you know, if you, if you, if anybody who is a migrant who has lived in another country, will know that after some time the ways of that country creeps into your thought system into the way you live and so on and so forth so and nevertheless even the ways of Abraham were not necessarily all aligned to the theocratic kingdom God was going to set up so the first shaking came and shook away all those things and established the law of Moses let's look at some scriptures over this in Exodus 19 16 it says then it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there were thunderings and lightnings and a thick cloud on the mountain and the sound of the trumpet was very loud so that all the people who were in the camp trembled and Moses brought the people out of the camp to meet with God and they stood at the foot of the mountain now Mount Sinai was completely in smoke because the Lord descended upon it in a fire its smoke ascended like the smoke of a furnace and the whole mountain quaked greatly and when the blast of the trumpet sounded long and became louder and louder Moses spoke and God answered him by a voice. What a frightening scenery. Mountain on fire, shaking, thundering. I mean, earthquake alone is such a terrible thing. And the Bible says the whole mountain quaked greatly. Imagine a whole mountain shaking. It was a frightening scene. So Moses himself said, I am exceedingly afraid and trembling. After the shaking, they were ready to listen to God. You can imagine them looking at everything shaking and all the petty concerns that carries man away just melting and disappearing in the sight of those shaking, making them serious, receive and listen to whatever god had to say because this was a group of people that regularly got distracted from the things of god because of the environment they were in they constantly rebelled against god they were carried away by the things by small things such as food clothing shelter by the time uh, we reach exodus 20 people had rebelled against moses a couple of times they had complained about water you know their thought processes were still about the physical things around them all the petty things people are always involved in that suck up so much of our energy. All those things were going on. And God wanted to get their attention so that he will establish his kingdom or establish the law. And if their minds were still diverted into different things, they would not pay attention, focus and ha- see the great importance of what he was giving them. So in Exodus 20:18. To show the effect of what I'm saying, Now all the people witnessed the thunderings, the lightning flashes, the sound of the trumpet, and the mountain smoking. And when the people saw it, they trembled and stood afar off. At that point, they saw God. All the things that were bothering them disappeared. Verse 19 of Exodus 20 says, Then they said to Moses, you speak with us and we will hear, but let not God speak with us, lest we die. And Moses said to the people, do not fear for God has come to test you. See, do not fear for God has come. God was not trying to scare them. God was not trying to make their lives miserable. The shakings were to get to a particular purpose and it was not about fear. That is something to remember. In all the shakings that is going on around the world, God is not trying to scare us. So, but let's stay on our point and we'll reach the conclusion later. He said, do not fear for God has come to test you and that is his fear may be before you so that you do not sin and now if you go to Deuteronomy 5 27 the Israelites replied Moses and said you go near and hear all the Lord all that the Lord our God may say and tell us all that the Lord our God says to you and we will hear and do it then the Lord heard the voice of your words when you spoke to me and the Lord said to me I have heard the voice of the words of these people which they have spoken to you. They are right in all they have spoken. And verse 29. I mean there are some places where God reveals his emotions and you can hear it in verse 29 when he says Oh that they had such a heart in them that they would fear me and always keep my commandments, that it may be well with them and with their children forever. So God wanted them to obey the law. God wanted them to follow the dictates of the constitution of the new theocratic kingdom he was establishing. So he came and shook up all their old systems so that all the thoughts of Egypt, all the thoughts about You know the way human beings can make something small so big and important, something irrelevant can become such a big deal, people can go to church and not hear a word of what the pastor is saying because they had a uh, husband and wife had a petty quarrel in the car about lateness and that destroys the whole day. The shaking pulled all that away. The man who saw the mountain shaking has forgotten about the petty things and his whole eyes. His whole heart was thinking about God. So it was not to harm them, but to test them. It's, uh, and These things reveal where you are and put seriousness and commitment to what was going on. So God established that nation, that with a theocratic constitution, and gave them the law of Moses through a shaking. So that was the first shaking that Paul was referencing. In our own time, God is beginning to set up his kingdom to span from the spiritual realm to the physical realm. It will span from the spiritual realm to the physical realm. In Daniel 2.44, it says, And in the days of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom will, should not, shall not be left to other people. It shall break in pieces and consume all these nations, and it shall stand forever. Inasmuch as you saw that the stone that which was cut out of the mountain without hands, and that it broke in pieces the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, and the gold, his kingdom will leave i mean I just read forty four and forty five of Daniel two. His kingdom will leave no room for anything that doesn't belong to him, so he said it's in hebrews twelve twenty six whose voice shook the earth at that time that is in the time of Moses but now he has promised saying yet once more I shake not only the earth but also the heaven everything will shake all our systems will shake all our structures will shake they will be tested to show and reveal their eternal value if there are things he did not build they will collapse so I ask you what are you building your life on what are you chasing? What are you seeking? What is your primary concern in this world? Is it earthly things? Will they withstand this shake? Everything will shake. Through the farming that I have already said was that the Lord told me in 20 actually 2017, not 2018. 2017 will happen. Are you sure that as those as the farming goes through and we get to a point where money fails and money collapses, all the financial structures, New York stock exchange and so on and so forth, they collapse? Are you sure that your life is in a place where it is not so dependent on it that everything fails? What are you building your life on? What are you seeking? What, what, what are you dependent on? As coronavirus has already shown us, people who have many clothes in their wardrobes can't wear them because they are at home. Cars have been sitting in the driveways for months in some places. I read a joke of someone saying that my shoes think I'm dead because I've not worn them in so long what is the purpose of 50 pairs of shoes in your house? The shakings always reduce things to the barest minimum. They show the core and I'm asking you what is at your core? What are you living for? I want you to know that these shakings in our own time they are birth pangs of the revelation of the king and his kingdom. A pregnancy is filled with lots of discomfort for women but the greater discomforts which seems to be the most dangerous is at the point of birth. Please be aware that we are at the beginnings of this shaking. In Romans 8, 18, it says, For I consider that the sufferings of this present times are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revelations of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious living of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pangs together until now. Not only that, but we, we also who have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. Ah, there's so much to say about those verses. And I believe by the next podcast, I'll be, I pray that I'm allowed to begin to share about what will happen to our bodies. What is the physical manifestation of the kingdom? But the summary of what I just read is that there are birth pangs going on right now. The earth is groaning. And if you are sensitive spiritually, even our spirit is groaning most of the people I pray with, people I converse with on spiritual on spiritual things, all of them are talking about a calling. I remember at the end of last year, I was hearing intimately in a vision, God saying, Femi, come behind the veil. Come behind the veil. Come and spend more time with me. Because the earth is going through birth pangs and these shakings will intensify. The intensity of these shakings will be the backdrop that will raise a perfect kingdom, a perfect church as, a God, as God shows, reveals his own kingdom. So the second reason, the second purpose of these shakings that the way God uses it is for major revelations of God. Major revelations of God are sometimes preceded by shakings. These shakings prepare the way for what God is about to do. The second coming of Christ will be in our generation. But our coming will be preceded by the greatest shaking in man's history so that the ultimate revelation may be unfurled. The greatest revelation of God is about to to be revealed. Apostle John attested to the coming of the ultimate revelation in revelations when he said in revelations 10 17 the mystery of God is completed. This means instead of mysteries we have revelations of God. What is going on right now is not just about about the the world of man. It spans the whole of creation. At the beginning of this chapter of uh, uh, Hebrews 12, it talks about a great cloud of witness. There are many creatures of God from other planets who are watching what is unfolding. Even angels are learning about God through our lives. God has chosen man as the vessel through which he will reveal himself to his creation. We will never completely know God it is impossible, it is infinite. But we will understand that He is a good God. He was always in control, that He had a beautiful master plan. These revelations are very important. Imagine, even angels are learning about God through the drama that is unfolding on earth, which is why Paul says in Ephesians 3 verses 9 to 10, and to make all see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the ages was hidden in God who created all things through Christ to the intent when he says to the intent means to the intention or to the purpose that now the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places. You see, the church as a whole is the embodiment of the revelation of God. The revelation of the saints of old is the foundation that these final revelations will be built on. And it is that reason that in uh, Hebrews 12:1 Paul says, Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witness. The cloud of witness are the saints of old. Our fathers in the faith are watching the greatest drama unfold. They are cheering us on. We are the fulfillment of their prophecies and revelations. What an honor. These shakings will reveal the inadequacies of what we know and push us to seek answers from God earnestly. And then he can reveal more of himself. As... Some churches are still preaching about prosper, the prosperity message. There becomes to, it, something begins to happen when, the, like I said, one of the things I know is that there will come a time where money will fail. When money fails, people start to ask the pastor whoever is teaching that, why are you still th- talking about so thousand uh, dollars, we get a hundred thousand dollars. This is not going to work. I mean, look at what is happening. The stock market has collapsed and then people begin to ask more questions, go into their closet, ask more questions, seek God more. Then God reveals himself. So God uses shakings to establish new systems, new orders, and he also uses it to show more of himself. So the question is, are we just to wait for these calamities till he appears? Should we just sit around and say, okay, the shakings are happening, no problem. Finally, God will establish his kingdom, establish his revelation. No. While the shakings go on, we have an assignment. And it is the pursuit of that assignment that will be our Noah's Ark. As the flood of many things happen that turns the world upside down. As the darkness increases our light will only be ignited when we know what our assignment is and we pursue that assignment 100%. So, for our generation this is what he promised. Because we've discussed the first shaking. He said yet once more. Please don't mind me repeating this verse over and over again. It is very important. It is how the Lord gave it to me that I'm giving it to you. Yet once more. Indicates the removal of those things that are been shaken. As of the things that are made that the things which cannot be shaken may remain. In 28 he now gives the solution. What we should do in this current time. Twenty-eight says Hebrews twelve twenty-eight. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace. So the question is: It is not about what is going on around us. I said at the beginning that I spent so much time trying to address the many issues that, that people had talked about in correspondence with me, asking me questions about different things going on, what people were saying. God did not send me to validate or criticize anybody's prophecies or projections. He corrected me and said, the major issue, what we should focus on is, are we receiving that kingdom, which cannot be shaken so that we may have grace? If you are receiving the kingdom, you will have the grace to overcome what is going on. The question is are we receiving the kingdom so please let us not be carried away with 5g make i mean they are, they are okay we can discuss them we can i also read about such things about whether a vaccination is uh six is going to put six 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 inside you some of the things that are being said are absolutely ridiculous if you have any grounding in scriptures but nevertheless people can go on discussing those things but let us remember the main thing is are we receiving a kingdom so the next question is how do we receive that kingdom you know in all that is happening people can become myopic we can follow each wave each swing coronavirus today you follow it financial crisis tomorrow you go into the issue of financial crisis when there's a storm at sea sailors are looking for a lighthouse something fixed something that doesn't change to give them direction and purpose and no matter the topsy-turvy of sea they keep their eye on that lighthouse and keep driving towards it so in all the topsy-turvy of the storms that goes down that is that has started and will continue to happen our eyes should be on this lighthouse are we receiving the kingdom so and how do we receive that kingdom there are two pertinent processes to receiving the kingdom. Number 1, you know the king through his word and spiritual encounters, and 2, doing what he tells us to do. Jesus said in Matthew 7:24, "Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rains descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built" his house on the sand and the rain descended the floods came the wind blew and beat on that house and it fell and great was it for the greatest shaking in the history of the earth upon us everything else is sinking sand everything else is sinking sand your intimacy with God which will make you hear him and your obedience to his instruction is the only immovable rock in this end of time first to know God intimately and through that intimacy to hear him give us instructions and performing it see there is no other message right now. There is no other message right now. I am amazed at the amount of people that are seeing these things and talking about them too. The king is coming. Many people may say it in different ways but all the other messages of the past were foundational. This is the apex that envelopes all of them. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness and every other thing shall be added to you. It is a message of urgency and it is the only message for this time for all men. So please, um, finally, how do I def- develop intimacy with God? Simply spend time with Him. The three pillars of spending time with God for my own personal relationship with Him is worship, meditation, and speaking in tongues. Tongues, especially, is the way the Lord will build you into His kingdom. You see, Paul wrote in Hebrews twelve, quoting from Haggai two six. The foundation of the discussion in Hebrews twelve is gotten from Haggai chapter two. Paul's narration about the shaking in Hebrews twelve is gotten from. From Haggai 2. You will see that the emphasis of that area was about the temple. A temple had been built and God was talking about a letter temple. We are that temple. We are that temple. If you study the last chapters of Revelations, you will see that God's purpose is for him to live inside men. We are his third and final temple. We cannot cleanse ourselves enough to be worthy of him to inhabit. It is his grace that is released in us as we spend time praying in tongues for long hours that begins to construct spiritual strength structures that can contain God. What an honor. We are spending our lives trying to get positions, money, and all these things will collapse as the shaking goes on around us. If we spend time seeking him, God prepares our spirit, our mind, and hopefully next week, next time, I will talk more about how our bodies will also be transformed in this coming kingdom. And then God can inhabit us. What an honor. Please seek him seek him brethren seek him that is where our glory is do not be distracted by the shaking in hebrews 12 2 he says looking unto jesus the author and finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of god do not be distracted by the challenges ahead let the joy of becoming the temple of god drive you forward and you will see his kingdom coming the shakings are coming, and the only way we would not be shaking in the shakings is by receiving that kingdom. If we are receiving the kingdom, nothing will shake us. Thank you very much. If you have comments, questions, you can contact the email address. The email address is secondkingscoming at gmail.com. Secondkingscoming at com. One word, S-E-C-O-N-D, second, king, k i n g s coming c-o-m-i-n-g second kings coming at gmail.com a website is under construction and hopefully by the next podcast which is a couple of weeks from now it will be up and there i will provide links to men of god who will be able to give you more scriptures because i'm limited in my focus and by time thank you very much remember the king is coming the king is coming our king is coming